Welcome to Mental Health as Wealth. I'm your host, Antoine Wilbon, and today we'll be discussing the average day of a CEO. Welcome to Mental Health as Wealth. I'm your host, Antoine Wilbon, and today I wanted to discuss the average day of a CEO. And I just wanted to talk about my day of running a business, which is primarily run online through technology and a bunch of Zoom meetings and how we're able to perform on a day-to-day basis. And like, what do you actually do? How is this whole thing done as a CEO? And the the biggest thing that I have taken from being a business owner since 2004, 2005, around that time, and the progression of technology, being able to incorporate more of that in the business has allowed me to cut corners in terms of saving money, saving time, being able to designate staff to certain duties and being able to look at those things real, I would say, concretely to be able to measure the results that we get. By average day, I usually wake up between six and seven o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I wake up a little early. If I went to bed early, I usually 5.30 is my body automatically wakes up between 5.30 and 6 o'clock. But if I stayed up late, I'm usually up by 7, 7.30. That's a late morning for me. And I usually try to get a workout in during the day. I try to get one early in the morning before I start my day. If I'm unable to get that workout in because maybe I have meeting schedule, I try to stop working around lunchtime, one o'clock or so, and then I'll go get a workout in. Or if if it's one of my days where I play basketball, I'll maybe do like a 30-minute cardio and then do basketball in the evening for two hours. I try to get four to five hours of workouts in like a week. Sometimes I get more because basketball, I play twice a week, usually playing for two hours. So a lot of times I'm getting maybe like 10 hours or so in a week, which is like four to five workouts a week. A good week for me is a solid five. I usually rest my body. I try to go for walks and stretches on the days that I don't go to the gym, but usually two days, I'm usually letting my body rest. I do two days of a total body lift. The other days I'm just doing cardio or I'm playing basketball. And that's that's what I do. I need that. It allows me time to unwind. It allows me time to get stress off of me. Usually I use that time while I'm working out in the gym. I usually use that time to do an audio book or something in terms of like a self-help or a podcast that helps me with something I'm working on. That's usually a good time for me. I generally use my car time as my studio time in terms of learning. I use it, I call it education workout, education car rides. I usually try to get four to five hours of something that is helping me build something that's helping me as a person, or it's reinforcing what I'm trying to do. It kills the conversation inside my head when I'm doing something new or I feel overwhelmed with something. Those are things that I do. I usually do fluids in the morning, don't really eat a lot in the mornings, do coffee, tea, do a bunch of water with lemon. My first meal of the day is usually like around one o'clock is when I usually eat midday, usually eat like a small meal, kind of like a saucer size, maybe like I call it a Kindle plate and Kindle's my granddaughter. 
if it's her size of a plate, she's four. That's pretty much what I'll start my day out with. I usually try not to eat past 630. Usually works for me. I usually get a better digestion when I don't eat late. Anything past 630, I tend to struggle. I feel lighter when I don't eat late. So I try to get my first meal in around that time. Usually I'll have dinner around 6, 630. If I'm going to play ball, I'll eat a Kindle plate before I play ball or I won't eat at all. I'll just maybe just do fruits and vegetables, something really light because I don't like to feel heavy when I'm playing ball. And what I do the night before, the day before or when I end work, I try to clear all of my messages, whereas I check my voicemail, I check my emails and I try to go through everything. If I can't return those emails or those voicemails, I write a list of like who I need to contact the next day with emails or, or callbacks. I usually call it like clearing my day or clearing my calendar I and mean, getting everything ready for the next day. And what I usually have is a to-do list. I keep a to-do list for every faction of the company, whether I'm working with the COO, whether I'm working with the billing department, whether I'm working with HR, or whether I'm working with our customers in terms of the agencies we contract with, our state agencies that we contract with, or I'm actually directly talking to the actual therapists that work for us. And so I usually have a running list of those things I have to do, whether I'm auditing their work or I'm looking at billing or I'm looking at numbers. I usually have to meet with my accountant to make sure that our numbers are good or make sure we're good on taxes and things like that for the month. So those things that I always keep uh, a track of so that we have that always organized. And, and that's usually like things that I always have to always keep on my to-do list. So I keep a running to-do list every day. I scratch those things off. The important things, I usually highlight them and I make sure that those things are getting done before the deadline or on the deadline. And then there are some, I call them like, they're like little things that you can forget to do, such as like if we have subpoenas that come in, a lot of times the subpoenas are still sent to me. I generally address the subpoenas by sending records to the courts so that our therapists don't have to go to court. So those things that I'll clear the calendar on because they're very important that you get those things, those documents, client information to court so that if a kid's up for adoption, if they are trying to return the child home to their parents because their parents have successfully gone through all the services, then those documentation from the therapist actually helps to let the courts know if the kid's ready to, to go home or they need to be able to add some more services. So I make sure I manage those things generally have a once a week or maybe twice a week, I have a manager's meeting. I meet with the billing department specifically to go over billing, to make sure that there's no issues with us billing medical cards, making sure that the billing team has everything that they need. Do they need anything from me? I meet with the COO and the HR director. I meet with them every Monday. We do a Zoom meeting and we go over each thing that's going on in the department because I also need to know who's being hired, who's being let go, who is lacking with work, who needs some more support, all those different things. And I usually do a projection. And the projection is how many therapists do we have per client? I make sure that the HR team knows that we need to keep a five to one or six to one ratio 
with uh, therapist to client so that we're able to get clients out of intake and get them immediately into services. So those are things that I talk to HR about, making sure that we have the best technology for, for the HR team to have to be able to get things done in terms of consent forms and other things like that. And then I also meet with the COO to make sure that people are getting what we're doing, making sure that he's able to move his team along with things that we need in terms of addressing the therapist's needs and things of that nature. So that's kind of what I do in terms of meeting with my actual management team. And the the other thing is that I we also have a staff meeting where we do a Saturday morning staff meeting once a month. We meet with the team and we go over projections about what we're going to do. We talk about issues that we are seeing in the company in terms of like how we're looking at how things are being addressed. We also go over like things in terms of like morale. And it's like, it's funny to say that because you're operating in a virtual company, but there is a certain morale or a certain way that staff is being addressed and things of that nature and their needs are being met. And you have to be able to be more communicative and connected because you're not in an office together. And so those are things that we do in our all staff meeting once a month. And those are things that we have to keep constantly doing. It's a habit now. We've been on our meetings and being connected for the past, since COVID, since COVID. I would say since COVID, we have really been good and it's actually just part of the fabric of the company now. And there are things that I do throughout my day, such as I go through trainings where I'm learning to train on the new database that we're going to be using. It's called Advanced MD. And we'll be using this new billing system because it tracks everything that we need in terms of reports. We can build on a daily basis. It has all of the, the clearinghouse things that we need in order to be able to get billing through. So, and our biller will be able to see the everybody's work on a daily basis to be able to bill daily if she wants to, or every other day or once a week or whatever she chooses to do to get billing out. And so I'm being trained on that. I also have interns. So I generally meet with the interns once a week. I talk to them about not just like their internship piece, but I also require all of them to set up their own business. That's part of your internship. If you intern with Archangel Services is that you have to have a business by the end of the internship and it has to be an actual working business. So we actually do that. It's a lot of fun, things like that. And then I also spend part of my day, I usually do 10 to 12 hours a day unless I have family obligations, then I try to do the most important things. And then I cut my day to be able to be with my family. I never put work over my family. If my children have any type of program, softball games, basketball games, I am there. If I have date night, I am there at my date night. I schedule my date nights. I make reservations and I take my wife out on dates and I do not work during those times because I think that I don't want my family to ever feel like business is more important than them. And I don't ever want them to feel that way, even though I do have to work, you know, to build a a great company. I also need to make time for my family because they're important to me. They're more important. So those are things that I do. And I do also work on outside projects. Like right now, I've published two children's books this year, 2023. It's called Daydream Daryl. It's a Daydream Daryl series. It's Daydream Daryl and the Lemonade Business, Daydream Daryl and the Chocolate Cake Lawyer. And the children's books, they really are are made to direct 
children to look at different professions that they can go into when they get older and looking into entrepreneurship, looking into other professions such as a lawyer. There's another one that I'm working on. I'm finishing up right now where he's an engineer. The main character is Daryl. I've also have prototype toys that I've created that I'm figuring out how to box the doll, the plush doll with the books and put it in a nice decorative box. And so those are, those are outside projects that I work on. I'm also working on a sci-fi novella, if I'm pronouncing that correct. I'm working on that to get that out this year. And so those outside projects that I also work on, I mix those in to my workday so that I'm working on those things also because they're somewhat hobbies, but they're also things that help people and they're also just fun things to do. And I tend to do a lot of planning. So if the companies at this point, I have like like these poster boards in my office where I have like a whole bunch of goals written down that we're supposed to hit. And I usually check those things off when I get those things done. Like we just completed our 8A program with the SBA and really excited about that. Uh, We are working on developing a new website so that we can sell products and services and be connected to our new database, AdvanceMD, which will allow us to be able to provide the telehealth services directly from the website. The client will get a text message or an email and they can literally just touch on that link and it will take them right to their therapist if they're doing telehealth. So those are things that we're working on. It's a lot of fun and we're doing our certification in our other offices. So we have offices outside of Chicago. We have an office in Columbus, Ohio, Indianapolis, Detroit, St. Louis, Atlanta, and Dallas. And so we're developing those offices in terms of our certification because you know, we're trying to get all that done so that we're able to provide Medicaid and Medicare services in those cities and states. And so I'm always working with that. So we just hired a person to come in who is assisting me with the credentialing and other states. So those are things that I'm working on constantly. And so I, I tend to have a few evenings out of the week where I just spend those evenings with my wife, uh, we usually watch our shows together. So we have a few shows that we watch together. One of them is Chicago PD. We watch that together. You know, me being a Chicagoan, we watch those shows together. And what we usually do is I pop popcorn and I do stovetop. I don't do microwave. So I actually take the actual seeds and make my popcorn like old school. And I make our drinks. My drink that I make, I do an old fashioned with Woodford, extra sweet with the orange and the cherry in there and all that, poured over my block ice. And she takes a Patron with an orange slice. And we usually have popcorn and we watch our shows. Now, those days that we do that, sometimes I do get up late those days because that's usually a lot for me. But an average day for me is being organized, attacking my goals and making sure that I, I stay on top of those things. And I also give myself time to get stress relievers like working out, making sure that I eat healthy. And I I actually like the fact that we have an operator now that's able to send the calls to to the extensions because that operator has allowed me the space to be able to like not feel phone calls and to people calling my office. So my life is much 
much, much, much quieter since we started working with Abby. And Abby is like a, they're just an uh, answering service. They send the call to the extensions. They have the extensions of all the therapists and they send those calls to those therapists. And they don't bug me unless somebody specifically asks for me. And then Abby will ask if I want the phone call or should they take the message. And that's usually really good for me because it allows me not to get distracted because sometimes when I get distracted, I get frustrated because it takes me like 30 minutes to really get back engrossed in what I was doing. So a lot of times I can screen my calls by that and I can call that person back or I can just give them what they need if they leave a message. So those things are really good. And then there are things that I do probably like mid-morning. I usually go over the financials. I always check our financials. I make sure that I look at our accounts receivables. I check our bank accounts. I check our company credit cards. I do all of those things to make sure everything's good. There's no fraud. There's nothing going on. I just do a quick check. It only takes like five to six minutes to do those things to make sure everything is good to go. So that's kind of like my day, you know, my average day or average week. Those are things that I do. And as far as like projecting, I usually have like a number that I'm trying to hit. I always say right now we're servicing close to 500 clients, but my goal is to get to 700 clients and have, you know, 77 therapists. And right now we're around hovering around the 500 mark with 50, close to 50 therapists. So my goal is to get to 700 clients and 77 therapists, you know, within the next six months. And those are like goals that we look at. And we're constantly like looking at how do we improve our management style because we have to always have the infrastructure to be able to handle more of what we're trying to do. So those things like that, I'm always looking at or I'm always trying to study like what are the big boys doing? You know, because I'm a small business, you know, so I'm like, what are the big boys doing? What's their infrastructure and how do they build their infrastructure for growth? And, and so those are things that I'm, I'm trying to learn and always studying or reading books about because it allows me to be able to look at the infrastructure of the company like a Lego set. And so I try to work on the company, not in the company. And and that's where like I, I did a podcast on vulnerability and I'm usually trying to work on my vulnerability in terms of like trusting my managers, trusting that when I ask them for something that they're going to follow through with it, or if they make a mistake or if something doesn't go right, that they have enough gumption to fix it. And so my thing is that I have to build trust in those relationships, whether they whether they fail or whether they succeed, I build trust within that relationship. And those are things that I really work on is that I have to trust people. And if I see something that I don't like or something that is not going the way that I think it should go, it's up to me to convey that trust and all of my managers and therapists to say, hey, this is not going the way we should do it. This is what I think should happen. How do you guys think it could happen based off your vantage point? And so those are things that I'm usually always engrossed in also, because one thing about success, it does leave clues. And when it leaves clues, you have to answer, you know, that question. And so I usually just try to study the company as if it's an entity that I'm looking at and not me working in it. So a lot of things that I'm doing uh, a lot of times is just basically for growth. 
small things that I want to do to just keep stay connected to what's going on, such as when cases come in. I'm looking at the cases just to see the trends of what kind of cases we're getting, what we're looking at. And then that case is immediately sent over to intake and then intake assigns the case to the intake therapist. And then the intake therapist is complete with the intake, the mental health assessment and treatment plan. And then the case is sent over to the therapist. So we have an intake therapist and a therapist. And then I'm looking at how that handoff is going. Usually it's been taking about a week after the intake is done. I'm trying to get that time down to a day, to 24 hours. But then that also means that we have to actually hire more therapists and we have to hand off those cases faster. So those are small things. It used to be longer than that. You know, it used to be much longer than that. This is pretty fast. You know what I mean? The way cases come in, because we're generally getting, I would say, almost five cases a day, sometimes more a day. And so we're constantly grinding cases, closing cases and grinding cases. So that's that's something that I always try to look at the process of all of that. I look at the hiring process. I look at how the biller is billing. I look at the COO and I look at how his team is moving with QA, how they're moving. I look at how the therapist paperwork is going. And so those are things that I examine to get a better ideal of what the company should be you know, headed towards. So that's that's sort of my average day or my average week that I do as a, as a CEO of a mental health business. It is a lot of fun. It's the most rewarding thing outside of being a husband and a father. It's one of the most rewarding things to help children and their families, to employ people, to put money in their pockets, to give them purpose through a dream that you had you started in your basement. It's a lot of fun. And I see this as being an entity that is going to grow in seven other states, hopefully be nationwide in the next five years. And so I'm super excited about that and also maybe have more interns that we can bring aboard from different universities. Our current intern right now, she'll be graduating this May with her master's and she's killed the game. She's actually really good. She will be taking on a full time position with us. I'm excited about that. She's top of her class, Indiana University, does a really great job. She'll be taking over as one of our quality assurance that does report writing and she'll be over the reports. And I think that's going to be exciting because she's really good at that. Great writer, good eye. She'll be trained, of course, on what we're looking for, but she'll be good at that. So those are just some some things that that, that I look at as trying to become a larger uh, small business and, and trying to touch more lives. So thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing me to share what an average day, an average week is for me. And thank you for listening to Mental Health as Well. 